Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Sherlock's Weekly Highlights podcast with me, Georgie Corridge-Cole. This week, I'm joined by Tor Cardona, Astrid Carter, and Ashley Wilson, known better as A Mother's Edit. Hi. Welcome, <laughs> Ashley. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Thank you for fitting us in, because I think you're knee-deep in a home renovation. Why don't we start with your home renovation? Because oh. <laughs> I saw, I was quite alarmed on Instagram. In fact, I'm quite impressed that you've turned up. Because I saw on Instagram <laughs> yesterday, what, that you were just moving in. So yeah. thank you for coming oh, when no. you are in the middle of moving into okay. your new home and I'm amazed you fit this in but yeah tell us so you've done a big renovation and well, you're doing a big we're renovation in the middle it's going to be I think a years I think it's going to take but we've done sort of stage one which was the bits of the house that aren't going to change structurally just taking down walls taking down ceilings replastering cornices and all those sort of things like that and painting and then the sort of bits where we're going to change structurally either deciding to give them a liquid paint or just leaving them as they are which is the hardest bit when you come into one nice room and then walk into another room that just looks yeah. really, really horrible. But stage two will probably start after Christmas. And so but you yeah. spent the last however many days cleaning and unpacking yeah, boxes. Yeah, I can feel the dust on my fingers right now. I'm just everywhere. Yeah, I feel for you. I smell like dust. I just, you had just a similar situation, didn't you? I had, I mean, we slept in our sitting room with, yeah, I mean, I was six, seven, when I was six months pregnant, and then I was nine months pregnant. And yeah, we slept in our sitting room <laughs> and I had to go to the loo in the middle of the night really pregnant as you do about four times and step on ex- just floorboards old floorboards nails everywhere yeah. you know, make my way upstairs go to the loo in the middle of the night yeah. and every day I would get home and there was just dust everywhere I mean it was horrendous <laughs> I mean it was really I, I look back now and think I don't know how I lived through that but the cost to move out anyway you managed yeah. didn't you yeah. and it's so do. worth it in the end yeah it's sure. so worth That's it and you just have to I think mm-hmm. someone said to me how are you managing and I was like well it's sort of quite liberating because you just have to surrender yeah. and lower your standards and yeah. I have really high standards and I'm really fussy about tidiness of my house and the cleanliness yeah. of my house but I was just like fuck it <laughs> you know, embrace the dust <laughs> so let's talk about TV are you a TV person? Uh, we watch a lot of Netflix we have you watched that do. new one with um, it's always art? No. Oh, I really want to watch that so it's I've so read so much about it it's got uh, Laura Linney is that her name? not sure the one in Love Actually who's got the brother who isn't very well uh, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. you'd recognise her she goes out with the really hot guy. She falls in love with one in her office, the really hot one. The oh, guy. yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah. 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 So, so it's her. her and someone who I should know, and he actually directed, I think, majority of it. And he suddenly becomes involved in some kind of drug, kind of money laundering scheme thing. And I saw it was all over my Instagram, and I thought I might, I might give it a go, but I did not get it. Oh, so you it watched it? Really? Yeah. I was it called? It. I think it's called Ozark. 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 Can you spell it? O Z A R K or O R Z. Okay. It looks really dark and twisted. I didn't know that that's what it was about. I thought it was 
more kind of it's drugs sci-fi oh, but I think, I love but I think it is a big two yeah. I mean well <laughs> give it a go yeah. I know we've spoken about this before but I did watch um, Friends from College in like two days over the weekend that the Netflix one. oh yes it's so too. good is it so good and if it's only half an hour that yeah. makes such a difference yeah. it's so easy yeah. just to fit it's quite hard yeah. 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 you know when you're like brushing your teeth and getting dressed I quite often have one playing it on my iPad watch it because seriously trying to stay up to date with what I've invested in so I'm like any spare moments that's good and it's easy to follow it's not complicated storylines or yeah I love that it's really good. really good the only thing I watched is really cringe and it was Made in Chelsea Ibiza <laughs> and oh gosh. I've only seen the first one I think the Taking second notes. one was on last night which I'll probably catch yeah, up on tonight I'm gonna but catch up. I mean it's my total girl's that's pleasure. your kill's pleasure it. isn't it see she judges us on yeah. our love <laughs> island but actually you're watching Made in Chelsea Ibiza did you watch the Born in Chelsea with Mick Binky and her baby I saw like a little bit of it Made in Chelsea in Ibiza Made in Ibiza that'd be a good one um, so Made in Chelsea Ibiza is what a series it's just the same it's just them but how many episodes um, it's over the summer so I imagine for like the next six weeks what, so it's just started just started yeah. are they not hanging out the, the really tacky places in Ibiza like Ocean, Ocean Club or whatever it's called isn't there, what's the one there's one in Ibiza in Marbella and there's one in Ibiza yes, you went the to the Ocean, one in the Ocean Club yeah Ocean it's Club. horrendous but I bet there are places like that because surely no we're called in Ibiza once me and yeah. their crew filming what's going on <laughs> so can imagine yeah. no you should watch it because you'll probably know no, well, know more of the places that. what about books has anyone read anything recently uh, I've actually just well, um, got two pages left of um, Big Little Lies that was on Sky I, oh, didn't, I actually... didn't know it was a book well, I only... you got two pages left when you just have to read the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to leave because I was so tired I was like, I couldn't finish it I wanted to say <laughs> that is ridiculous actually good sport I thought it was like four or something but I didn't watch it on TV and I was looking for books and I went away last month um, and I bought it and I, I didn't get around to reading it it's really good um, did you watch the, the show with... so I'm halfway through Big Little Lies okay. halfway through Top of the Lake it's good but I didn't know it was a book before yeah. it's good is it yeah yeah yeah, very easy to read. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised they got such a white. People loved it so much. I know that like boyfriends loved it, dads loved it, like men loved it. What the show? Or the book? The show. Well, it's funny you say that because, and maybe this is me. As I said, I'm not some great TV critic. Maybe this is me always doing too many things at once or not concentrating enough. Because I remember when Big Little Lies first came out, was it a few months ago, and everyone was just completely raving about it. I don't know about you, actually, but I, I feel I like I really. <laughs> I so it's Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman, uh, and they're in it and produced it. I think. Um, okay, it rings bells. I thought they'd written it, actually. It's obviously not written by them because there's a book. But yeah. it seemed for a period, for a few weeks, that everybody I knew was just completely fixated by the show. And a friend of mine, she was like, I stayed up all night watching Big Lies and I've got to watch this. I don't know if it's just, you know, the classic case of picking something up. But it's good, but I'm not like on the edge of my seat. Okay. I don't see how they could string it out into what, eight, ten episodes. Well, maybe that's the problem. Yeah. All these things. yeah. I have just finished the Cat Marnell book. I keep saying it's how fuck up your life it's how to murder your life it's how to fuck up your life which is I don't know if you know about this it's an autobiography written by Kat Marnell who is now in her early 30s but her parents were psychiatrists and she was prescribed Ritalin when she was about 16 Ritalin is an antidepressant um, Ritalin is what I know of it is used for like ADHD and stuff like thank that thank you yeah. yes exactly she was she was prescribed this drug she was sent to boarding school and she basically became hooked on Ritalin and her parents kept writing her prescription after prescription after prescription and her life just Spiraled, and she quite quickly became a drug addict, mm-hmm. taking Ritalin, Speed, um, Adderall. She calls it. Is that another it's similar? Not a pain I feel like that's a really American thing. Adderall. Like I've heard it's it in like t- or TV shows. And stuff. I think it's an upper. But anyway, she becomes. She becomes an addict. She is 
thrown out of school at the last minute, I think, for getting pregnant. She then goes to New York. Uh, somehow she finishes college. She gets a job with Condé Nast. Where, and she's basically a functioning drug addict, but she's taking Adderall, as whatever Adderall is, all day, all night. She doesn't sleep. She just walks around New York, off her head, going to these horrendous clubs, doing horrendous things. Eventually, she goes in and out of rehab, which is more like a sort of nice retreat. She's working. So. Working. Um, but incredibly talented, and her editor can kind of see this in her and really tries to help her. And eventually she's sacked, quits, whatever it is, um, and ends up working for a publication called Exo Jane, um, which was kind of quite racy slash controversial. They basically said they recruit they wanted to recruit a beauty editor who was unhealthy to write about, you know, health and beauty. And she started to write about her experiences being high on drugs um, as content for the site. Her post just went wild and they were they were delivering so much traffic to the site that they kind of let it happen. And then it gets to a point quite near the end of the book where she, she emails her boss and says, took too much heroin last night, won't make it in until 12 or something. And at that point they're like, no, that's not okay. And I mean, none of it was okay. But as she said, I think it was writing the word heroin in an email to my boss that was the tipping point. And she's fired. Anyway, it is a really draining book to read because it doesn't stop. And every time she goes to rehab, you're kind of willing her to get better, but she doesn't. And ultimately, that's how it ends. She finishes by saying, I've stopped taking ecstasy. I've stopped taking cocaine. I've stopped smoking crack. I've stopped doing all these things, but I'm still taking speed. And I probably always will. Will I ever meet anyone? And I've murdered my life. And and that's kind of how it ends. And she said, but I've written this book. And thank you to the person that got me to write this book. And it's got me functioning again. as you're kind of reading the end, you can kind of just sense that she's going to fall off the wagon again mm. and that this is a sort of period in her life where yeah. she's sort of holding it together. Yeah. But anyway, it's, uh, I'm now sort of really fascinated sad. by her, but no, it's a very readable book. So that's what I've just made. What's her name? They need to write, make a film. Uh, her name's Kat Marnell. Oh. She was, yeah, she was beauty editor. She's like, I had the dream job. I was a Conde Nast beauty editor and I just fucked it up. Yeah. Wow. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's what I've just been reading. So I've just started... Um, Eleanor Oliphant. Oh, oh yeah, it's that's completely fine. It's completely fine. Big books of the yeah, summer, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I'll let you know how that goes. Let's talk about cholesterol. Because while you don't tend to test your cholesterol levels until you reach your sort of I don't know, 40s, 50s, 60s, uh, what this has shown is that it's really vital that you keep your levels in check, whatever your age, and that you, know, you should avoid certain foods that are really high in cholesterol, which I guess we know. But also, but what I didn't really know is kind of what cholesterol is. Mm-hmm. I don't know about all of you, but I was really interested to learn that it's a waxy fat-like substance that mm. comes from two sources number one your body and number two food from animals so i guess it's always related to living things and the foods that are particularly high in saturated fat and trans fat and things like full fat dairy and meat are the things that are high in cholesterol mm-hmm. is that right yeah mm-hmm. yeah um i think it's really interesting and the thing that i think is super interesting um, that I've been reading so much recently everywhere um, is about coconut oil coconut stuff it's just so high in fat and everyone says it's, yeah but it's good fat you know mm. it helps with cholesterol there's actually like there are no studies that have proven that you know everyone like piling yeah. coconut oil into everything into like coffee and yeah. smoothies that's it's just as bad for you it's like as any other such yeah. fat but that's not an animal fat coconut oil's not an animal fat no but it's alongside like full fat dairy okay like you know like lard because I thought there was sort of no rhyme or reason that cholesterol was always related to something that came from an animal no. no. Oh, okay. No, it can come from other sources. But okay. I think that's a really interesting point. I always remember my aunt went to just have one of those like general body MOT kind of things, and she had really high cholesterol, really healthy otherwise. And the doctor told her to eat 
it was something ridiculous, like four almonds a day, like so specific. And um, she went back a few months later and her cholesterol had completely dropped. Seriously? Yeah, like yeah. it was something so Because weird, you have to like find prawn. out what that is. I know, I'll find out and let you know. And there are yeah. some, but there are some weird things as well that are, aren't prawns really high in cholesterol? Yeah, I think that is, my friends got the other day, I think it's rubbish. No, I don't think I it is. I eat prawns all the time. Me too. I, I, I eat them all, all the time. I feel like they're have got a phone next to them. No, I'm looking to that though. I, you know, prawns are really low in calories. They have no fat in them. Exactly. Yeah, they're supposed to be really high in cholesterol. Maybe it's just prawn cocktails with that mayonnaise. Yeah. Um, deep fried prawns yeah exactly <laughs> deep fried prawns are so good though. but I didn't realise that cholesterol is important for preventing heart disease so yeah, I didn't know that actually you obviously need cholesterol but too much and what is it when your cholesterol is too high it can block your arteries it blocks your arteries and then you have a stroke or a heart attack or a heart, heart attack, attack. Mm. stroke, heart attack what's different? heart attack stroke is high blood pressure yeah let's talk about imposter syndrome god I also just changing the subject for a second I also listened this morning to while well, I was brushing my teeth and you know doing all those things we're talking about filling my media consumption in <laughs> as much as I can but yeah I also listened this morning to the Sheryl Sandberg Desert Island Discs mm-hmm. Have you heard that? Yeah, I've heard that. My husband listened to it the other day and he's like, you've got to listen to it, you've got to listen to it. He's like, it made me really sad, but I think you should listen to it. So her husband died a couple of years ago and they've got two young children and she cries a lot in it and I just felt like she's still so raw. Like, as you you know, she talks about him the whole time. It just is obviously still so, so... Yeah, fresh and raw. Anyway, it was really sad. She talks about him a lot, and I'd say that's the kind of the bulk of it. But she does talk about imposter syndrome, which is interesting. She said it's something that she suffered from um, when she was at university. And we wrote a piece on imposter syndrome, and it said that you're most likely recognise the symptoms, and then it affects an astonishing 70% of us at one time or another, and it's most prevalent in successful women celebrities including Emma Watson oh it says here Cheryl Sandberg Tina Fey Meryl Streep all spoken out about it it's an issue that seems to be turning into an epidemic I mean ultimately imposter syndrome is feeling like you're not worthy of something isn't it it's kind of undervaluing your input and your contribution and I guess I sort of everyone's talking about it and making such a thing about imposter syndrome is it not a combination of being a bit self-deprecating not having huge self-confidence and is that abnormal? Is that not just mm, life? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. feel like there's this imposter syndrome epidemic. Yeah. But unless you're bloody confident, you don't have any insecurities, you're male, or really rate yourself, mm. everyone's going to feel mm. a bit mm. like they're not worthy mm. at times. I just feel like that's human nature. Yeah. But then it kind of went back on itself and said, actually, if you are really confident and you're like a bit cocky, that's that can make it even worse. I don't, you know, it may sound paradoxical, but it isn't uncommon for an inflated ego to lead to imposter syndrome. So mm. it's saying you should actually let go, being a bit of an idiot, and you'll feel a bit more, a bit more grounded. So I, I don't really know. I wasn't really sure. What do you think? Imposter syndrome. It's. I can't believe how many people are affected. Is it kind of linked with anxiety as well? Which seems to be a huge epidemic. But again, anxiety. Oh God, I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> my husband always tells me I need to shut my mouth on these podcasts and I'm going <laughs> to offend people. But I'm like, is it okay to have an opinion? I don't know. Obviously, it's not. Of course it is. This yeah, is what I, I was explaining to my new nanny last night that if you vote Labour and want to breastfeed your children until yeah. they're 10, it's okay to say mm-hmm. that out loud. But if you vote <laughs> yeah. Conservative and aren't massively into breastfeeding, then you have to shut up or you're going to be abused. <laughs> if I'm allowed to have an opinion, I would say I think anxiety is like the same. We're all anxious. Yeah. It's just worrying. 
my mum's a warrior. You know, she'll wake up early and she'll worry about something or she won't sleep very well. Worrying. So do I. I don't think I suffer from anxiety. I have had suffered from anxiety, like, okay. really quite badly for and how a did that... few days. Literally, that was it. But I just freaked out, ordered loads of books from online. So I was like, oh my goodness, I'm almost making it worse, I think. But And how it, did that man... When you say you suffer from anxiety... It, I think it, that it was after I had Margot as well. And um, so people were really quite sort of going, oh, are you, you going to have anxiety? You know, things like postnatal depression, postnatal anxiety, monitoring, things like that. But it was, it was like, quite crippling. You can't think about anything else. And your whole body, feel, you feel almost sick and just yeah. it's strange. Um, but then that's all about the way I... Everybody's different and um, people have insanely crazy amounts. But um, I just had to... Just just be in the moment and just not think about everything else, not think about the moving the house and girls and what's happening and work and da 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 and just literally just trying to think about what what's happening do now? right now, yeah. right now. Yeah, not what has happened or worrying about what is gonna happen. Yeah, yeah and just kind of dealing with anything like imposter syndrome, anxiety, just thinking this is where I am right now, this is what I'm doing, and I'm yeah. happy. I think with anything like imposter syndrome, or whatever you want to call it, or anxiety, yeah. there's a spectrum. Like, yes. everyone's yeah, going to worry, unless you're a complete moron. Like, there's obviously things that you worry about. Yeah. yeah. But then sometimes it manifests itself in different levels. ways. No, yeah. and you're quite right. And yeah. like, I have a friend who has suffered from anxiety, yeah. and she's not She's not an attention seeker, mm. or I wouldn't say she's someone who blows things out of proportion. Yeah. She's she's quite kind of matter of fact and, fact and straightforward, so, you know, I'm being flippant, I suppose. But I don't know, when it comes to imposter syndrome, syndrome yeah. yeah I think as women we all have moments where we say god am I capable of this yeah. or do I deserve this or I mean am I totally winging this like yeah. 80% of the time but I, yeah. I think that's I think that's completely normal especially when you have a you know work in a competitive industry you have a stra- not stressful but like high powered job like I've got friends who are seriously shit hot lawyers and they suffer from anxiety and you would never think it on the surface and I think but... if you're not pushing yourself if you're aiming low and not putting yourself in situations mm-hmm. then you're not going to feel that mm-hmm. but if you are pushing yourselves but equally I think being a bit human about your achievements mm. I think if you don't suffer from it at all mm. it, you could come across as someone who was quite arrogant yeah. and yeah. absorbed yeah. and then that's not a great quality yeah. either we put ourselves out there for so many people to judge us now that whether you're a high powered lawyer or putting your outfits on Instagram it's just so you're more open to people thinking you are an imposter than, than perhaps yeah. years and mm. years ago when it's yeah. just the immediate people around you sort of judging yeah. you it really it comes down to self confidence, doesn't yeah. it? If you you know, if you're someone who's massively self confident, you probably don't mm. feel that. Mm. You don't feel like a fake because yeah. you you believe you can. Whether it's an epidemic, I don't know. Let's talk about the old elusive work life balance. I always find it's a bit of a boring question to ask someone in an interview. And we used to ask it quite a lot. And I think, I hope we've stopped asking it because, I don't know, what does it mean? And actually, we're in this sort of freelance culture now where people can be a lot more flexible, particularly if you're a mother, you can do your own thing, you can juggle it around your children. So obviously, it's going to encroach into your evenings. But if you're taking time out in the day, yesterday, for example, I spent some time with my children in the morning, but I worked at 11 o'clock at night. I mean, is that a work-life balance? Well, it is of sorts, but I didn't sit down have dinner and put my feet up so I don't know what does it really mean what do you think is the work-life balance different from what it used to be completely always contact hey it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith co-star of my upcoming film If only in theaters May 17th do you want to tell people the big news 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Because I work for myself, so I don't have a boss as such sort of concept in me at all times. But I can pick and choose when I work. But I think it's just choosing, sort of making your own um, decisions on what you want from your life. So and making sure that you hit those targets, just like you would in, in work. And so if you want every night to be sat down having dinner with your children, making sure that you do that. But otherwise, it can just totally merge. But it is work and life is is merged. Mm. It's not a... separate. And offices, you don't go some people do but go into an office every day where people work from home and sort of have days off working from home it's so different I think you're right if you are someone that goes to an office every day mm-hmm. then you do need a cut off you do need some time that's your own but if you are someone that freelances or is a mother and juggles work around their family and their home then you just have to accept that it's not going to be as clear cut what do you think mm-hmm. What's, what do you say your work well I don't know if I should be asking about your work <laughs> like that <laughs> what I thought whipped around it was a bit about the emails step away from my phone and that is just something so simple but like when I was on holiday given it was for two weeks but I really made an effort not to look at my phone and it made such a difference even at home on the sofa I'd be looking at my phone the whole entire yeah. time. If you email me, I will just reply. Yeah. And really, is that necessary? I could just wait till yeah. you know the next. You also have so much more time to do things. Yeah. Put your phone down. Yeah. But then really on the do. flip side really of things, do. like if you go away, I remember when I went away for a week. If I just not looked at my emails for a week and then come back, that first day back would have been horrendous. And obviously, I didn't reply to every single email, but I, at least you know, the ones I didn't need. Any urgent ones got back to, and then I knew I had. I'm totally with you. Like I wanted to enjoy my holiday, and I absolutely did. But yeah. just that having, however, it's probably like over a thousand emails in my inbox. No, I'm totally with you. People will not be do you really switch off when you go on holiday and I always say well no A I can't but B even if I could I would far rather go through my emails on holiday check there's nothing crazy happening that's going to stress me out Mm -hmm. that I can't help with than get home and just have a horrendous amount of work to get to so Mm -hmm. to me that's a more stress free way to have a holiday than to say I'm going to bury my phone in a box and not touch it because then you're just worrying yeah Yeah. and then when you get back you've just spent you have spent hours and hours and hours catching up so I think the point as you say it's just so different Mm -hmm. Everybody, isn't it? <laughs> the point in this article that really stuck out for me, um, and I don't know whether you'd agree with this, Ashley, is learn to cut corners. And I love this. And it said, So that cake for the school bake sale is from Marks and Spencer's. So what? Um, and I love that because <laughs> that's brilliant. I've done that many a time yeah. until the school actually sent a message saying, Please don't buy cake. <laughs> thankfully, there are enough people. How ungrateful. Well, they, they did say there are enough people willing to make them. If you don't have time, then perhaps you could just send in a bit of extra money um, with your child for charity, which I thought was fair enough. <laughs> I do remember, though, at a nursery cake sale, going, stopping at the services and going to Waitrose on the way back from the airport once, buying all these cupcakes. And I put like a homemade flag with a bit of writing on top of it. They were, 
took them along to the nursery fair and my great friend who had a child at the same nursery had made hers. She went to the sale later that day and I didn't. She went, damn you and your waitress <laughs> case of their handwritten notes because they've all gone and mine bloody well haven't. So I was like, well, you always are always speaking. But I love that. You know, I think learn to cut corners. If you've got people coming for supper, I am not shy, embarrassed to just go to cook and stick a fish pie in the oven or you've got to do what you've got to do get someone to make it for me or yeah like you know you have to iron everything you don't have to I don't own an iron do you not? I have a steamer if you steam my children's clothes, you don't bother. <laughs> I actually have to say, I'm finding it's not the thing I cut corners on. That's the perfectionist. Oh, I don't do it. So. <laughs> That's my cutting corners. Outsource, I think. I remember years ago when I started Shared Arts and my sister-in-law, who's got a quite high-powered job, went to hear Belinda Earle, who was then CEO of Jaeger Talk. One of the questions to her was, how, how do you balance a career with motherhood? She said, outsource. Venus, nannies, da, da, da. And I remember at the time thinking, how can you ever afford to do that? And I hope one day, you know, I always think that's something to aim for. My aim is to have someone that could just deliver me a home fix supper three nights a week. That's that is definitely possible. That's my aim. Yeah, that's not, I can't justify it yet. But I would just really love to have someone like deliver sort of yeah. Ottolenghi style salads three nights a week. That'd be so nice. <laughs> oh, the dream. I know. I've my cleaners twice a week. I feel like I've ticked a kind of a big box. Oh. But even but, something so small like a card has changed my life in the past few months. Hello, friend. It's yeah, and that, yeah. No, I love HelloFresh. Yeah, we, we, we both quite rate Mindful Chef, don't we? Mindful Chef's really good. Really good. I really love that. Are they ones you cook yourself? Yeah. And also you learn, I mean, not that I'm a cook, but you learn a new recipe. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're yeah. actually yeah. learning I still use, like, those yeah. recipes same, that I learned years ago from yeah. some of those boxes. Yeah, that's yeah. So, true. so good. Let's talk about cheat ways to a flat stomach. Because I think when your holiday is within reach and you're starting to think, oh, I haven't done quite as much time in the gym as I would like yeah, to. I think there are things you can do for a quick fix. And we ran this piece and it did do really well um, because we all want to know what the cheats mm-hmm. are. What are your ways? You said that's me. If you're going on oh, holiday, what do you we cut out or do? And we finally booked the holiday and now I'm like, oh God, maybe I should have started going to the gym before. Um, but always go back to when, before I was getting married, and I read up loads of things on how to have that flat stomach in the dress because my dress was so tight on my stomach and no corset. Uh, and it was just not having anything bubbly. So for a good few days before, and I love Diet Coke, so completely cut out Diet Coke. And it's just the carbs as well. They yeah. do cut out carbs and instantly you just de-bloat. Carbs yeah. and fizzy drinks. Yeah. 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 What about you two? Anything you do? Definitely just cut the carbs. Yeah, yeah, no bread, no pasta, only good carbs, like a sweet potato, those kind of things. Mm. No booze, get spray tan. <laughs> get spray tan, that's <laughs> Get around a Harrington to give you a contour yeah. 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 spray tan. And I think a couple of things I added that we haven't touched on were drinking lots of water, obviously. Yeah. Um, I think sleeping well because um, you produce the hormone ghrelin, don't you, when you're mm-hmm. tired. And to me, when I'm tired, I just crave sweet things and yeah. I want a snack and my willpower's not as good. Yeah. So I think getting yeah. as much sleep as you can Definitely. and you just feel better about yourself yeah. and kind of more positive. And also keeping busy. Again, when I'm not busy, I can have three snacks in a morning. When I'm busy, I'll get to lunchtime and I'll have had nothing since sort of eight o'clock. So I think that's a really obvious one, but I think it does. And also, really well. I know you said exercise and I agree, but I also don't overexercise because it makes you so hungry. It makes me hungrier. Yeah. And actually, I think it doesn't make me look as good sometimes. I actually think, be, yeah, be wearing like Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I mean, with exercise you know exercise is a long-term thing but actually I always think of the 80-20 rule how you look is 80% what you eat and only 20% how much exercise you do I think the thing about exercise is though if you can just feel good and feel like you're doing it and not be too tired and do some exercise and yeah. not drink too much food you know all of that puts you in the right mindset to be quite healthy that's it yeah. if just I exercise in the morning and then throughout the day I'll be good otherwise yeah. I think 
God, no, that, that was pointless if I eat that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally agree. I yeah. think it just yeah. gets your head in the right place, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, and I also have to say, I do think um, we did a podcast with Gabriella Peacock recently, who's a nutritionist, and she has this brilliant product called Slim Me, and she's brought out these three-day kits. One of them is Bikini Me, and she does these Slim Me sachets. Slim Me is amazing. They're I like gels. Did you? They're really good. So they? good. And basically, they're these fibre-rich gels that, A, expand in your stomach and kind of fill you up, but B, they're just a bit of a laxative, isn't it? Just and flushes and it all through, which has got to be good for your body, right? as well. Yes, yeah, I think it's amazing. It's really good. So, yes, yeah, I really rate myself. Are you a Bake Off fan, Ashley? I'm not. I, I never, I never got into it. I just even at the end when it was like the last sort of BBC series. It's the yeah. only series I ever watched. I like, <laughs> can't believe I missed out for that long. I loved yeah, it. Everyone so in the office was so obsessed with Bake Off that I was huge. like, right, I can't. This can't go on yeah. for another year without me knowing what they're talking about. I've never been that into it. Oh, I, I just feel it. like every episode's the same. Oh, I love oh, it. I got into it. But I'm such an all or nothing, and I got so into who was who and it's had so my favourites. Yeah. Um, so. What is this? This is a pop-up that is run by the Bake Off? Or? It's not run by the TV show. Not, nothing to do with the TV show, but it's like a complete replica of the Bake Off tent, um, the stations. And oh, really? You go in, I think you go in in twos, which is quite nice. So you go with your partner or girlfriend or something. And yeah, you basically have a Bake Off with some strangers. What, on a Saturday you go along? Well, Saturday, I think they do it in on weeknights. I don't know if the information's here. I think it's quite cool. It did not say it. Um, I think it's cool. Eve from the team went with a friend and she absolutely loved it. She did really she? She's really baking, yeah. so yeah. And how did they do? I don't think they won. She was talking about it in the editorial meeting. I don't think they won, but yeah, she loved it. Really? Yeah. See, that's she, a really fun thing to do at the weekend. Yeah, yeah. and do they give you all the ingredients? They give you all the ingredients. Okay. So you pay, it's like £36.50 each, but you get all the ingredients. You might get a drink or something. Oh, I see. So you, it's a recipe. They give you something to make. Yeah, so you all make They the say, right, thing. make a Milfoy or yeah, a Victoria Sponge or whatever. Yeah. Oh my God, I'd be hopeless. Mm-hmm. Presume you don't get a recipe. I think you'd be very limited. I like, think like you they do. Get, yeah. yeah, you do. That's what it said. You get very I'd limited. I'd love to do it and see if, see if I could do it. We should do a team thing. Well, you can rent the entire marquee for special events and Groups. Quite fun for we should look into that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that would be really fun. Love it. We did have a bake off here once. Do you remember? We did. I love the idea of going and doing that. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. Let's talk about sock boots because thanks to the likes of Vetmore and Burberry, the sock boot is next season's unlikely, shall we say, footwear hero. And they are in store now. Yeah, I keep hovering over them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's you know it's a bit of a marmite talk. What do you think? I personally would not wear a pair of sock boots. <laughs> I couldn't pull them off. Right. But I think if you're someone who's super cool, you could pull them off. What about you, Ashley? As a fashion blogger, <sighs> are you into sock boots? I like them on other people. I don't think they fit with my lifestyle, I'll say. <laughs> I don't wear heels a huge amount. Um, I'm much more into flats or trainers. But I think if I was still working in London, yeah, I probably would. Yeah. yeah. Astrid, would you wear them? Yeah, I'd wear them. I don't mind them that out there. Maybe I've just seen them so much now yeah. that I've kind of... They've become normal. Yeah. But I have to say, the Vetmore's green glittered with a lighter as yeah. the heel are a bit out there They're for me. Much. But I think there are some nice versions. Yeah, I think those Topshop ones are lovely at the bottom. And ones that have a bit more structure that don't look literally like a sock. Yeah. Um, I do think um, the Balenciaga ones are quite cool. I think they need yeah. a skinny trouser um, or a dress or a dress. look nice yeah. with a kind of Yeah, I like it with dress. a long, you know that best one look, that kind of floral yeah. floaty dress. I think that's nice. Really it kind nice. of balance the coolness, yeah. doesn't it, with the femininity. Yes, they're not for everyone. It's going to be interesting to see how much they catch on. I'm always really interested early on with the trend, how mainstream mm. it's going to go. And people always have a kind of judgment. It's like the Gucci fur 
uh, back to sofas. I remember the first time I saw those, I was thinking, what the hell are those? I mean, they are dead hamsters. We wrote a piece on American brands worth the shipping fees. There's so many great brands. There are so many, and just all over Instagram. Yeah, in the US, which are the ones that stand out for you? Are there any American brands that you're mad about? Anything, Anything. Yeah. I just love her, everything about her and her range and her house, her, her lifestyle. She yeah. is super cool, isn't and she? I would wear everything in her collection. It's gorgeous. I think she's got uh, something new coming out. I was just watching her stories. She was showing her the collection. Oh, really? But she works in a really interesting way. She doesn't have the seasons. She literally does a drop every month or something might be even more than oh, that right. yeah so never just has autumn winter spring summer so that's it's always something yeah. new yeah yeah it's really that's gorgeous and um both which you have in here reformation and realization part they're just so yeah they're great so aren't gorgeous. they um, yeah but um yeah the fees they're uh, the shipping fees. fees. <laughs> I know. I've just got a DHL bill loud from my desk the other day saying uh, you owe some duty or something, mm. something you've ordered in the States. I'm like, damn it, what is that? What is have it, I ordered? Is it a lot? It's like 50 quid. Oh. Yeah. Does it tell you what the cost of goods is? Because sometimes you're paying more for the, sh- the yeah. duty than the oh cost my God, of it's goods. Got like, it's got like a breakdown of, yeah, all the different costs, so... I was a bit shocked to get that. I can't even remember what it's for. It's a bit annoying. But it also might be something that I've ordered historically. I think it might be the cult Gaia bag that I ordered like in February. So I think they quite often come in there. Quite late. Yeah. I always forget to pay them and then I get my mind. I know, you do, don't you? get cut across. (laughs) What about other trends coming up for autumn? What have you got your eye on, Ashley? I love autumn. I love like playing with different textures and as soon as autumn comes you can get that big knit on I love big knits and then mixing it with like a silky skirt or something like that and a soft boot and a soft boot <laughs> but florals I'm really excited about the winter florals what's life like for you as a blogger and influencer how did you get into it so I have been blogging now for um two and a bit actually pretty much bang on two years um because when Vivian turned one that's when I um, was trying to decide whether to go back to my old job or not. Which was? And I was in-house PR at Pringle, uh, Pringle Scotland, and decided not to go back. And then I started doing freelance PR and then blogging on the side. As soon as I decided to do freelance PR, I was literally sat at my kitchen table doing wearing n- not very stylish clothes. And that was when, right, I need to start looking after myself a bit more and making more of an effort because I'm not feeling how I used to feel when I used to get all dressed up and go into town and have my It's funny, isn't it, how that actually impacts you? It's, yeah. it's kind of, I think if you work from home, yeah. we've touched on this before, it's really important for your mindset that you do make an effort and get yeah. up and get dressed. Yeah. And, yeah. Put your makeup on, do mm. your hair. Um, it just makes you feel so much better. Yeah. I did an interview actually and said, what's your sort of day-to-day sort of outfit? What do you wear? How do you decide what you're going to wear? And I said, I'm very emotionally led with what I'm wearing. So if I'm actually feeling really good, I will just chuck on my 501s and a t-shirt but if I'm not feeling if I feel a bit meh that's when I make more of an effort almost to pick myself up yeah um but yeah most days uh it's so I got into blogging um and it was just so nice being having something to make an effort for and putting myself on a bit of a platform to force myself to to make the effort again and um, blogging came before Instagram no so I I literally took pictures of myself every day um, showing what I was wearing and I didn't show my face at all for a year and then that was you yes yeah, it's coming back to me now was... you were the headless <laughs> headless woman on Instagram 
I was so, so nervous of showing or telling anyone I knew. Did anyone suss you out? Did any friends say, or was that you? Yeah, there were a few people. I think there's a picture in the background once, and a friend sent me a WhatsApp <laughs> going, oh my God, it's you. Gave yourself away. I did a, an app on my anniversary. I put a picture of my husband and I. Both couldn't see our faces, but again, another friend's message. And every time it happened, it almost sort of knocked a barrier down a bit. I was like, okay, it's kind of... Yeah, it's coming back bit. to me. I remember yeah. when you first put your face in. Oh, thinking that was so nice it was one year and I remember one year and I just hit 10k and I was like right I think it's time now because I just felt I also felt a bit bad like I wasn't being fully me to all these people that were following me and commenting and liking and being so nice giving me their time and I was sort of hiding a bit from them and I thought but I think it's time now I just rip the plaster off and just do it <laughs> and it felt really good afterwards so how is it snowballed so you said that time you got to 10k and now you've got yeah. what approaching 30k or something slowly getting yeah, there slowly yeah how has that happened it's, it's amazing like the support that everybody gives everybody else on Instagram is amazing and I get so many people actually message me asking me for advice saying they want to build a blog and what should I do and any tips and I always always reply to everyone and and tell them social media it's the way to succeed is to be social literally as simple as that the more social you are and the more you take it for what it is the better you'll do you have to invest in the community totally yeah you really do I think it's about being organic as well and sounds a knobby word but just finding your niche and finding your your group and supporting bringing up other people with you and mm. everyone just being nice mm. <laughs> it's simple but and um the blog that's so the is blog, that something that you still invest time in yeah I, do you so think that's I necessary slowly now towards 30k because i'm not i don't have the time to do what i used to do on instagram to a new baby and she's coming up to five months and so i used to have um, Vivian God, you look amazing, to, five months. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, Vivian would go into nursery, so then I literally would have, like, as if I was going into work. That was my work time. And now I'm never alone, which I don't want to be yet with, with Margot, but it's not so much like a, a job, so it's just a hobby. And mm. it's I know people love. underestimate, don't they, how much long, time, yeah. you know, people like you invest in getting those pictures right yeah, and yeah. editing them. And it's, it's, but it's so much fun, yeah. and I love it, and I... I just I wouldn't want to complain about anything because it's just I just have so much fun and I'm meeting so many people I get to do things like this with you guys which I love um, and the blog is just my creative outlet it's just so nice being able to write about whatever I want and choose clothes working with clothes I love it <laughs> well I hope that when Margot is a bit older you can yeah. give it again the yeah. time that you had before because um, we love your pictures thank and you. love following you and thank, thank you so much for joining us thank you so much today <laughs> so that's it for this week if you have any feedback then do email podcast at sheerlux.com and if you like that then do please subscribe rate us and comment by itunes see you next week when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.